The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Call him, but you have to talk and you have to immediately pull the curtain. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna. <laughs> dad, it's me, dad, it's me, dad, it's me. It's episode 102 of the Simple Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is an Everyman series. We haven't had one uh, since February. I looked. Actually, the guy that was on today looked, and he told me. Chris Brannon. Oh, he's uh, doing the legwork now. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't want to take credit, because he knows that, that I would have done that. I've stolen his, his fact. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with Christian. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip of the week. How are you, Rick? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a monumental show episode. It's taken me 102 episodes to get a headset with a little microphone on it. I used to have one of those. I borrowed it from my wife. She used it for her uh, internet classes. And uh, for me, it didn't, like the sound on my end wasn't very good, so I went to something different. But for you, it's hardly noticeable. Yeah, I, and I enjoy it. That I don't have to like put my face right up against this oblong object to talk. I can just talk. Hmm. Hmm. Um, okay, we have the humans being human is a, is a vomit story, a couple of vomit stories. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't count on eating your dinner yeah. listening to this. It's not as bad as the Chick Fil A cup from a few weeks ago, but Ugh. it's not a it's uh it's not a and it's not the not it's not the story. Chinese food. Uh, it's not as gross as that. I don't think. Ooh, Maybe I would say on the level yeah. of that one. Well, uh, so in in lieu of that, we are going to. Um, not talk about something gross and crosstalk. Uh, I'm reading okay. a book called Bad Science, okay? 
And it's really been eye-opening. And it's and I, I recommend anyone, if you have ever read an, a media article, is that how you say that? Uh, <laughs> media article. <laughs> if you've ever, generic. If you ever, if you ever watched something on the news, and World News Tonight is like, and red meat causes cancer. This new study comes out. If you've ever been affected or influenced, I guess I should say, by something from the media, you need to read this book. Uh, it's by a doctor named Ben Goldacre. He's a he's a Thank Brit. You. He's a Brit. He's a thing. So let me ask you a question. Uh, when you me? yeah me? Okay. yeah when you were growing up yes w- did your parents tell you e- eat X this vegetable blank and, and it'll help your eyesight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What? What food? Carrots. Carrots, right? Everyone knows. I tell my kids that, but they're stupid. They believe anything I tell them. Right. No. Well, do you know? And I didn't know this. Did you know what? Where that came from? Why? What? What? There were. What started that conventional wisdom that carrots help your eyesight? I feel like I'm going to sound real dumb saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Don't like rabbits have really good eyesight, and someone's like, "Oh, well, rabbits eat a lot of carrots," so. <laughs> I think Ergo. eagles. I think eagles are known to have the eyesight. I'm not sure if it's rabbits. I don't know. Um, I'm just. You ask me a question. I'm giving you an answer. <laughs> you should just hang up on Next me. Next time I'll sometime. just say, no, 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 Mark. Why don't you tell me? Well, no, I, okay. So, so here, here's how that all started. It was back in World War II. The Germans couldn't understand how the Allied pilots could see their planes coming from huge distances, even like when it was dark. So to stop the Germans from trying to work out, you know, if if we had invented something like radar, which we had invented, the the British started a, an elaborate and completely made up rumor that the carotenes and the carrots are transported to the eye and converted. Like it's very elaborate in the molecule that detects light, blah 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 blah. So with the story, doubtless with much chortling behind their excellent RAF mustaches. I'm sorry. I'm this. Pause. Did you just say chortling? Chortling. Chortling? Or you're quoting. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, you were just no, uh, no, no. <laughs> you using... add that to the vocabulary. <laughs> now no, five I, years I started thing. quoting from, from Bad Science. Behind their excellent RAF mustaches, we have been feeding our, our chaps huge plates of carrots to jolly good effect. That's where it comes from. It's a complete lie. Hmm. Isn't so like so? It's that kind of. It it kind of gives you examples of that kind of thing, like um, like the difference between absolute risk and relative risk. So, like people that that you know, nerds like me that uh, have taken a statistics course and and remember statistics. Um, Okay, so the difference, Rick, is like if we looked at a hundred people who smoked, or no, no, let's do this: a hundred people that are fifty and over, and two of them are. Uh, you know, are, are going to have a heart attack. You're, you, two of them are, are at risk for heart disease, okay? So that is like uh, two out of 100, right? 2%. Right. So if four of those people are at, are at risk for heart disease and lung cancer, let's say, that's an increase. It's just two people, right? right. But But a relative risk, you can say it's a 50% increase that whatever variable ha- is in- inputted into the equation is gonna you're gonna get lung cancer and have a heart attack, but it's really just absolute risk is just it's just two percent. But in in what it talks about how you should understand things, it's just knowing that it's just two more people per hundred. That yeah. like makes the most okay. sense. But but the media can look at it and say oh it's a fifty percent increase, which really seems very significant. 
but it's it not. It does seem significant. So yeah. that's so 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 knowing. Okay, is this an absolute? So if you see a number that's like seventy five percent more likely, da, da 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 da. If you're armed with the knowledge that, oh, hold on, let's let me look at the study and see is that relative risk or absolute risk, you can just be like, well, that's that's ridiculous. Like uh, one one more example uh, out of here is the the antioxidants, right? Like I'm reading this book. And I'm and I'm in the back of my brain is the knowledge that antioxidants are really good and they they clear free radicals and they're in they're in blueberries and it's like free radicals man <laughs> free all the radicals cowabunga and uh and they're and you know they're good to supplement with and it's good to get all the antioxidants that you can in in even if you have to supplement with them so here's here's a little backstory and this is very interesting to me so before 1935 right there weren't uh, Doctors were pretty pointless, right? We had like insulin and morphine, and that was pretty much it, and leeches, right? But between 1935 and 1975, check this out, we had uh, antibiotics, dialysis, transplants, intensive care, heart surgery, almost every, every drug you've ever heard of was, was invented in that 40-year period. Yeah. So epidemiolo- epidemiologists excuse me, of the 80s were coming off of this like huge successful modern medicine deal and they they believe they were going to find you know lifestyle causes for all the major diseases of humankind i'm quoting here and so they did these antioxidant tests and basically these two large trials of antioxidants where there was really no positive effect and in some of the studies there people that were taking the antioxidants were more likely to die of a heart attack and it's like how did that spin into everyone just knows that antioxidants are like you know whether supplementing with them is good or not, it's like he says in the book, it, you know, you can get across town uh, on half a tank of gas or a full tank of gas. How do we know that taking supplemental antioxidants are good? We don't. There's no science behind it. So anyway, th- this bad yeah, science, crazy. it's just really interesting and, and it, it gives you tools to be able to look at a study and if it says this, this, or this, you can be like, well, that's BS. Or then if it says this, you can, you know, that's something that you can be, okay, well, that's a valid study. So you, you can at least break down some of this stuff that, because, you know, it's like, it's so confusing. People don't know if they should eat eggs. Or then the whole red meat causes cancer. That whole thing came back up again here recently. And there was this big firestorm uh, on, on that. Uh, do you, have you been influenced by any of the, the media stories like that in the past? I wouldn't say recently. I, uh, my, and I, I didn't read any of these studies because I think they, I don't know, I, I have a little bit of skepticism on some of them, but I was thinking, okay, if they're looking at people who eat red meat and cancer, it's like, they're also, they're probably not looking at people who eat, consume red meat in the way that we do, which is, uh, part of a very nutrient dense, uh, vegetable centric diet. Uh, they're looking at people like my dad, who will eat chicken fried steak, right. uh, you know, sandwiched in between, like, uh, you know, I don't know, something ridiculous, like two giant hamburger patties smothered in gravy. Mm. Like they're looking What's at, uh, they're not looking at, you know, th- this. Right. I, I don't know what you would call like the healthy eating, the the modern healthy eating movement. You know, whatever you want to call it, paleo or yeah. primal or NSNG or alt shift, all that stuff. I, I don't think they were looking at that uh, specifically, so I just kind of ignored it to saying, you know what, uh, I, I almost adopted the idea of, eh, well, if uh, eating red meat uh, increases my cancer, well, you know what's going to decrease my cancer is Everything the fact that I doing. don't do all this other stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're going to accept some more risk here, and we're di- uh, everything balances uh, out like a Rodney Dangerfield bit like oh, everything you know causes cancer you know you wake up in the morning you're gonna get cancer so <laughs> I don't know 
I've, I've, I, I didn't pay a, a, ter- a tremendous yeah. amount of attention to that, uh, to that particular study. Well, now. and like the whole idea that, you know, the studies behind breakfast is the most important meal of the day. They're looking at people who have been told that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So people that are eating breakfast are, are the people that are not smoking, that are exercising, that are doing all these other things, these variables, yeah. that of course that people that eat breakfast are going to be overall healthier than people who are eating you know, pizza and, and ice cream for dinner and that's all they're eating all day. You know, like it's, a, it's just looking at these observational studies, it's just, and then and this other, one last thing in, this, in the bad science, we're talking about these observational studies. Well, the control group, knows they're part of a study. And they know that the study is, is you know, they might know, hopefully, they, they don't. If it's like double blind, you don't really know what's going on. But if it's like, yeah, we're doing the study and, and these people are going to be doing this, you're going to be doing this. Well, then, they, oh, here's what it is. They're, they're going to they're gonna be, you know, getting their, their weight tested and their, their BMI and all this other stuff. So they know it has something to do with their body uh, metrics. So then, of course, the, the control group is going to start being a little more conscious of what they're yeah. doing. Because they're not just going to be like, well, I'm trying to gain as much weight as I can. So, ah, I only eat fat as crap. Yeah, so that like skews the, the study even more. So, you know, all that with a grain of salt. Uh, I'll, I'll link to uh, Bad Science in the uh, in the show notes, but great That's stuff. That's the name of the book that I won't read, Bad right. Science. Okay. Yeah, and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they, they re- recommend books, uh, particularly the Tim Ferriss podcast. Uh, and I was listening to one of his guests who told me, told me personally, told the listeners to read Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy, the same guy that wrote No Country for Old Men and The Road. Uh, Blood Meridian, people, is something that you need to read tomorrow. Okay. I'm not going to read it. Great book. All right. You know what? Let's get to our uh, interview with Chris. Before we do, go to simplyhumanlifestyle.com. There are links to everything there. It's a one-stop shop. Go to the store page. May Uh, I say something very quickly? Yes. The last like three weeks, we have been inundated with new uh, ratings on iTunes. Really? I'm not kidding you. We've received over 30 new ratings wow. in like a two-week span. Thank However, you. only one of them had a review attached to it with like a narrative. Does that matter? So, well, I don't know if it matters in the grand scheme of iTunes rankings. It yeah. probably doesn't, but I like to hear from Yeah, I know. Me too. So if you're going to go on there and give us a star, you know, four stars, five stars, Mark Mark is always like, yeah, give us one star if you don't like it. No, if you don't want to give us, you know, four or five stars, then screw you. Don't, don't do it at all. <laughs> but if you're going to go on there and, and go to the trouble putting the stars, give us a little bit of a note. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be long. Just, hey, I like the, this is what I like about the show. Uh, if for nothing else, it's a total ego stroke for me. I like to, <laughs> to, to, to see and read those things and, and – uh, that, that uh, I think other people like to see and read those things too. So. Yeah, and but I wonder. As, as, you know, stars are great, whatever. But what I love, in addition to the stars, is the actual narrative of the like actual review. Yeah. So I wonder if the new software made it easier to just leave a star review and submit it. I know it was always a pain to try. Well, to see, do it. I know now, like on iTunes, it's real easy. Like yeah. uh, it, it's been easy for a while. You just click on the button and write a review. Oh and right. You just write the review on there. Yeah. It takes two seconds. But, that is easy. Uh, so for all those people that. Uh, there you go leave us a review on iTunes um, go, I guess go to the store page Alt Shift book is there uh, we're going to have uh, we have all other links the th- things that we use are there also uh, I'm out of well I've got like three t-shirts left and we're going to do long sleeve uh, Simply Human shirts uh, for, the, for the winter time for the or? cold for the cold times the, the, the fuzzy what about all of our- listeners that live in Australia. By the way, 
G'day. There it is. Let's put on the shrimp on the Barbie. So look for the T-shirts. They'll be on the store page. Follow, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope at Simply Human to email the show Simply Human Lifestyle at gmail.com. Any feedback uh, or reaching out, letting us know if you have a humans being human story you'd like to share with us would be great. That's huge. Do that if you have funny stories. All right, let's get to our interview with Chris. We talked to him about husky jeans, a weight loss roller coaster, Saved by the Bell, a severe sinus infection, a, se- a severe. Sinus yeah. infection. Severe does not. Catastrophic. Uh, <laughs> face off, wiping the slate clean, and changing your mindset. Here's Chris. We did it. We did it. Mission accomplished. We're going to stand on the, bat- the aircraft carrier and drop the mission accomplished banner. <laughs> <laughs> that was a George Bush reference. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good job, Mark. <laughs> Can I leave that in or do I need to edit that out? You can leave that in. Okay. Just don't make any more uh, Caitlyn Jenner jokes crying out loud. Can we say what happened to my phone? Or is that... Did your phone, like, uh, did you drop it while you were... No. ...on top of a roof? Oh, my God. Well, I have to edit that Now out. you need to edit. <laughs> should have gone. No, about how I was, I was trying to write my wife's name, Jen, and autocorrected to oh, Jenner. Is, yeah. You're writing me something about Jen, and it autocorrected to Jenner. And at the same, I was like, well... They're like maybe you make you, maybe you've gone to that well too many times. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> as you may remember from the Styrofoam Cup football game story, or maybe you've forgotten. Hopefully, from the Styrofoam oh, Cup football dear Lord. Story. Hopefully, you. Man, never. I had some of that going on this morning. Holy smokes! <laughs> it's like I ate a dynamite stick for breakfast. Yeah, if you haven't heard that, listen to the Styrofoam Cup story. Maybe just it's don't. episode ninety nine, or I just believe. or just maybe just skip that one if you yeah. haven't listened to it. Uh, Chris Brandon on the show. Uh, Chris, this is this is an ex- a continuation of our Everyman series, uh, which we started. Gosh, we haven't done one in many months. It's been months. quite a while since we've done these, and these are my favorite because we can have all the professors with their clipboards and their white coats and telling us about Bunsen burners and Bunsen burners. <laughs> but uh, it helps me as a regular human who has daily well, struggles, who is uh, still trying to be the most the perfect human. It helps me to talk to people who have uh, had excess that's weird hmm. success that I admire. And uh, Chris, for sure, has had success that I am envious of, and I want to pick his brain and find out what the deal is. Have you guys ever spoken to each other? Oh, yeah, when we did the uh, oh, well, yeah, just segment. That. All right, well, chalk that one up to uh, me being an idiot. Well, all right. That's a full chalkboard. Okay. <laughs> Running out of chalk. Idiot. All right. Oh, that's your that's your line. Uh, we're gonna yeah, soon. We're gonna steal my line. We're gonna have idiot. the we're gonna have the idiot um, app or something. I don't know. Christian. We need to make here. a T-shirt that says "Simply Human" on the front and then just "idiot" on the back. Hashtag <laughs> idiot. All right. Well, let's just get into this, Chris. That's what she said. That's mm, that is what she said. Why don't you start off and just kind of tell us your your story, your history? Tell the Simply Human podcast listeners about yourself. Well, very good. Um, I uh, I've always kind of been a bigger guy growing up, um, kind of weighing between two twenty five, two thirty most of high school, college and adult life. Um, but I've so also not like, you know, not like humongous, like where society ostracizes you, but, uh, you're wearing Husky size jeans when you're, you know, Husky jeans when you're in fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. I always, I always wondered what those slims were. So, but yeah, <laughs> always, always have the Husky, Husky jeans. Um, now I did kind of go along the, the weight loss roller coaster for a while. 
um, lost and gained a lot of weight a couple of times, um, mainly in the summers of a couple of years that I did, um, it's called drum and bugle Corps. It's like professional marching band on steroids. Hmm. Talk slower. My my father-in-law is very much in, my father-in-law is very much into that. I've seen a show when we lived in Toledo, the Glassman, the Toledo Glassman. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Nerd alert. Um, (laughs) <laughs> big time yeah it, it's but it, it's it's fun um but so but after coming from the guy who that, sings in a barbershop quartet so i don't really have much i was gonna to say talk. nerd alert you we're the vocal majority <laughs> oh. shut up sorry chris go ahead it's all good um but the most significant uh weight loss kind of began in um january of 2003 where we, we moved in I, I went to acu and Ooh. we had just moved into the new performing arts center and um i couldn't make it up a flight of stairs without being completely winded um so back in that day i uh, turned to the uh good old tony horton yes and mm. it, and uh, bought the, uh, the the precursor to everything that we know now, Power Ninety. Oh, uh, yes. Not, not even P ninety X. This is like pre P ninety X. So um, I actually stuck for that um, for went all the way through the program um, because I was again wanting to lose weight, but I also wanted to propose to my girlfriend who is now my wife, uh, at the end of the summer, April, um, April. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, kind of to help the process along, I did what any, any, uh, person wanting to lose a lot of weight would do and drank slim fast and, uh, limited my calories as much as I could starve yourself. Um, yeah. And, um, like I said, I, I finished it, but by the end of, everything i i noticed that my teeth were actually feeling loose oh my gosh um my my breath was awful and i actually had some hair that was that started to fall off can uh, you describe where my head oh yeah yeah so um (laughs) but um i had lost 50 pounds or so at that point um, so I kind of stopped eating this or stop whatever you do with the slim fast, drink it, <laughs> started trying to eat food, but I also stopped working out. So um, when you say like, what were you doing working out? Were you doing like treadmill workouts, like, like lots of cardio? What was your workout, uh, protocol? Well, during, during that time it was, uh, after the, the, the power 90 stuff, it, it was nothing. Oh, okay. um, right. but what, what is is the power 90 basically like p90x because i've done several rounds of that before. yeah but but even even more awful in terms of the setting and the cues and the people i mean it looks like it looks like saved by the bell oh man um, i want to get it i want to get a piece of that so <laughs> kelly kapowski Stop it. sorry kelly kapowski idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> well isn't it like the 25th anniversary oh, uh, jesse spano's caffeine pills Something oh, I don't yeah. know. Well, I thought you were going to celebrate say, that every day. Show, yeah, I saw, the I saw showgirls, Facebook, but... showgirls anniversary. Anyway, mm. speaking of Jesse Spano, <laughs> um, but uh, so I actually managed to with without doing anything and kind of I guess running on fumes or whatever, just managed to stay around um, that one seventy one eighty range uh, up until our our wedding. 
Uh, and then on our honeymoon, hey, um, hey, how, t- how I, tall, how tall are you? F- five, nine. Okay. Okay. Six, yeah. 69 inches. One foot. Oh, is it really? Yes, oh, it is. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say one foot short. <laughs> Slam dunk. <laughs> uh. But, um, over our, over our honeymoon, I developed a, a sinus infection. Um, oh yeah. This is when crazy. We got, when we got back to the Denton area where we were living, um, I completely ignored it, um, and uh, now you got you got you got to go into a little more detail about this. This is crazy. So you just I mean it was a sinus infection where you're just blowing your nose and you just uh, or was it headaches? Explain your symptoms. Yeah, here. yeah, it was it was a, a lot of a lot of headaches, very similar to kind of what I've I'd felt in the past, just a lot of pressure and whatnot. And then um, uh, I was teaching some lessons in the Birdville area where I was going to be student teaching the next semester. And um, I, I, I just had to call off my lessons. And I noticed that my, because the pain was just so bad. And I noticed that my eye, my left eye had been um, swelling. <sighs> and so I tried to try, I, I went into uh, one of those dock in the boxes and um Hmm. said, Hey, what's going on? And, and they said, well, just, just go, uh, j- just go take some Mucinex and you should be fine. Um, oh, you, no, no, no. you and... went to a Jack in the box. That's what they, that wasn't oh, a dog in the box. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Take <laughs> some Mucinex. Can I, you, uh, yeah. can I get you a Jumbo Jack? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't well, know what's wrong with your nose. <laughs> go I take mean, a Mucinex. It... <laughs> I don't might know as well us this, sir. <laughs> if you can't make an order, we're gonna have to call the police. <laughs> so um, that the next morning, I wake up and um, it, the way my wife tells it, because I don't remember this, she, she just says I was completely incoherent and so just mumbling things and barely walking. And so she uh, I swear she, she called. I, I swear that's never happened to me before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, e- even worse than than anything like that. But uh, my she, she calls my uh, mother in law who who lives um, near where we were living at that time, and uh, her her mom. And so she comes up and gets us, and they they um, we run down to Denton. Uh, to, we were actually living in a little town north of Denton, but then uh, they she ran us down to Denton to the emergency room where I was care flighted. Whoa. To yes. Fort Worth because of an emergency uh, for, for for emergency surgery because of a, a brain abscess. Good that, God. Uh, yes. So this this yeah this from what I can tell this sinus infection went from uh, being a sinus infection going through the bone and through the orbit and uh, lodged itself in my frontal lobe. Ugh. Um, so Mercy. Spent, yeah, yeah, I told you it's crazy. So tell them what they had what they had to do to you. Um, well, they, they, you, you've seen the, the movie face off, I hope. Oh yes. They, uh, they went, they cut a huge foot long. Hey, oh, uh, wait incision. a second. This is your face, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> incision. Um, and, uh, pe- peel that down, uh, on my forehead and, uh, God. did a, uh, craniotomy where they remove a part of the skull and, uh, then they, they they said when they moved that removed that part of the skull that um, the the abscess just pretty much went across the room. Oh um, my gosh! And uh, just that pressure was real bad. 
And these are still the was jack in the first, box. Was, was that people. your first time on a helicopter? Or? Oh yeah, and I don't <laughs> oh, even remember cool. it. I was I was <laughs> oh. passed out, and you know. Would you hear me ask? This, so, this, you're, we're still dealing with the jack in the box people. There's the ones who are doing this. This. They've just transferred me to the Fort Worth Jack in the Box. Okay. So, um, but man, that's I, crazy. So, anyways, yeah, I spend well, and I mean, afterwards, I spent two weeks in the hospital and almost nine months in physical and cognitive rehab um, because the abscess had actually damaged my language center. Uh, so I had um, this is really funny. I pause on this word every time. I had aphasia. Okay. which is where you can't remember words. And uh, so I had a really, uh, beyond that, I had a really hard time walking and also going upstairs. Um, so it ended up wow. I had to take a semester off of college um, or like had to, I'm not sure how it all happened. My, 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 my folks took care of most of it, but had to take a semester off school and postpone my student teaching. Um and, uh, oh yeah, this is, um, so while, while I was in the hospital, you know, pe- people bring you all sorts of get wells and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, um, my sister-in-law makes this amazing, uh, chocolate cake, um, that is oh, holy cow. Uh, but I end up eating the whole thing pretty much in one day while I'm in the hospital. And, uh, so the, the, they, they're coming in like maybe every six hours to take blood and get counts. And, um, from, from eating that chocolate cake, my blood sugar had spiked so much that for the next four days I was placed on a diabetic diet. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Until, until the blood sugar returned to normal. Well, Chris, I'm Um, glad you're alive. I feel like this is a modern miracle that you are talking to us. Yeah. So what did that do to your health? So after that, like what happened to your, your health? Sure. Uh, well, after that, we, um, you know, everything got, got pretty much back to normal. Um, I, like I said, I have a foot long scar across my head. You, but, um, I have to explain that to my, anytime I get a new person who cuts my hair, like, yeah, there's a, (laughs) there's a huge scar there. Don't pay any attention to it. So, yeah, <laughs> but, you should get uh, like a ketchup packet the next time you go in, and like, oh, what's this on your head? And like, oh my god! Like, have it run down your face. <laughs> but after that, yeah, I'm kind of ballooned back up and um, tried was it to just, do. Was it that you ballooned back up because you just at this point you've been through so much and you're just, you know what? I want to have a hamburger. F it, I'm gonna have a hamburger, <laughs> and I'm not gonna like go do any exercise because I, I'm barely alive. Well, I mean. I, I guess a little bit of that happened, but also a, a, um, uh, in the hospital, I actually lost another like 20 pounds and oh, wow. ended up leaving it almost like between 155 and 160 at that point in time. And, um, so, I mean, it was, it was, um, pr- pretty drastic weight loss with, with no like muscle mass or anything like that. But, uh, we, we, we got, so you heard it here first, folks, get a brain abscess and lose a hundred pounds. <laughs> there you go. That, that could do it. Can't lose those uh, last 10 pounds. Take a piece of your skull off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the quickest way to lose three really quick pounds is to remove a portion of your skull. Those last picky three pounds. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, um, uh, the, uh, I guess we spent the next three years in, in the, uh, Metroplex in, in McKinney. 
uh, te- uh, we were both teachers and I, I taught at one of the high schools there, um, c- kind of let the, the health thing go and just lived without thinking of that. But we, we actually did run, uh, three years later, we, we ran, uh, two half marathons and, um, that, that was actually really fun. I, I had a blast with that. I ran both of those with my wife and, um, we, we, uh, we, we were actually, we actually really enjoyed that. So we never took it to a point of being like, um, I don't, I don't know wh- where it got in the way of things, but we were definitely more mindful of, you know, eating and <clears throat> try, trying to incorporate it into our lives rather than it kind of running our lives. So jump ahead hmm. to the picture and we'll post the before and after pictures that, that, I'm, sure. uh, that I'm about to reference. So jump ahead to when you're sitting down with the remote control resting on yeah. your on your belly on the, on the on the belly table. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, that's about I guess it's about six years. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, fast forwarding six years from from McKinney, um, we we've moved from there back to Abilene. Um, which from is my, right now, how long ago was that picture from right now? So that 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 picture context. was uh, was a year ago. Okay, so that's like yeah, about sorry. a year. Okay, so it's like a year from now. Okay, that's, yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Sure. And, um, like I said, just life, life's happening. Um, I'm putting on baby weight and everything from our, our two kids. Um, and, um, my, my wife has probably one of the best voices I've ever heard. Yes. Um, I I love that's, I told her that that is the number one reason why I married her or, was to, you should was hear so me singing listen. "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls." By oh, the way. I, hey, come on! I, I love me some TLC. There I took a go. lesson one time. You can tell, <laughs> anyways. But um, so she she sung on some of the uh, praise team things at, at church with Mark and um, when we're, I got we're laying in, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, don't use his real name. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll believe sorry. it. I'll believe uh, it. Long time listeners to the podcast will get that. That's the guy that threatened to, to kick Mark's rear end at church <laughs> singing. So, anyways. Um, so, anyways, April and I were, were laying in bed one evening, Hey-o. and um, she she asks if Mark is in any way related to this guy that we went to ACU with, um, who was a drum set player for the jazz band. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you, you may know him as Jeff. Yes, um, Simply Human Podcast own. So uh, we, I just look at her and I say, "Well, how in the world would I know this? I'm not. I don't even. I haven't even talked to Mark. I don't even know really who he is." And so she she mentions that you have this website about health, and she knows that I've kind of you know trying to f- figure some things out with my health, figure some some things out with her health. And so she says, just, just get on the, the website and, and look around. And the, one of the first things that pops up is a picture of you and Jeff making these horrific laughing faces. faces. They were laughing Oh, faces. you're laughing? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that doesn't wow. look like laughing, guys. I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh. Chuckle, that doesn't smell I, like mud. So pretty much I just ended up over the next couple of days reading everything that I could – get get a hold of on that website and so once again my brother my brother was the reason it was like the validation that he needed if 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 i wasn't jeff rogers brother it would have been like "Eh, this guy didn't know what he's talking Uh, about yeah you know the talent pool looks a little thin (laughs) right exactly so So you have lost how much weight in the in the last year 
uh, let's see, about 40 pounds. Yeah, a little, little over 40 pounds right now. Um, I was sitting at about 230 when I emailed you, and I'm just under 190 right now. Um, c- celebrating a lot of also non-scale victories as well. Yes. Um, so, and one of the things that Chris has done is is he is. Uh, literally started from from nothing like from no like i i took him from all right everything you've ever thought about exercise everything you ever thought about nutrition like strip it away and 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 he did it and he didn't have you know a lot of people i work with will be like well i've i've always done this or i, I found that this works and it was none of that he was just like all right i'm fed up what, tell me what to do and i did and it's worked <laughs> yeah i'm um- while, while I did have some preconceptions before this this part of things, uh, I, I really just said, you know, you you look like you know what you're doing. Uh, I'll, I'll do that, and yeah, just ready, set, go. Yeah, and on the movement <laughs> stuff too, like you you really were patient with me as far as me saying, all right, uh, your squat form, like it's it's okay, but we need to fix some things before we start loading that squat. And it, I mean, how many months? that it was it before you know you started loading squats and then i'll know you know you send me the the videos and it's like or you come to my garage some you know and 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 i'll assess your form and it's just you have like the perfect squat form and it's like so like like fun and it you know it's like it was really it 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 paid off all that time and patience paid off and now you're going to be even healthier where you uh, even posted some shirtless pictures uh online (laughs) Well, yeah, I was try- trying to channel my inner Mark on there. No, no deadlifts <laughs> for me yet, but uh, so you'll but just you find know, yourself out in the street doing them, and you're like, "Oh my God, I've become Mark." Well, I, so, what I are am. some of the Chris? What are some of the specific things yeah. like? I understand that there's like a a there's not like a one size fits all kind of approach, but there's a one size fits most kind of approach. And so, what are some of the things that you, as someone who's had a lot of personal success, I don't want to discount Mark. Because Mark's a super healthy guy, but Mark's been a super healthy guy for twenty freaking yeah. years. Okay, he's <laughs> right. all, like Mark has never had the struggles uh, that I have, and he's never had the struggles that you had before you got healthy. Because Mark, in, in, since he's been thirteen years old, has been in really good shape. So, what are some of the things that you can tell me as another regular guy who's sitting here and looking at you know I've got some love handle issues going on? What are some things you can tell me or some of our regular people like, hey? These are the the big things that that uh, that you want to get right. Sure. Well, the the first thing I think is is your mindset, and to me that that's been the biggest thing. You know, you, you've said now that I am healthy. Um, I, I I look at this as a continuation of things. Uh, I'm still looking to become more healthy. Uh, so, you know, th- there's not really an end goal in sight except how you know where is this leading me to um i think being in a coffin is like the is the end goal being dead that's that's the end (laughs) all right everyone so don't hang yourselves because you're still gonna die yeah it's kind of like we were talking about with kate galliette last episode and that's that uh you know we and I, i i'm bad about this too we we think if i get to this point or this point or this point but it's not really about that. That's a really good point that you're bringing up because it's a lifelong pursuit and one that you'll never master. It's like playing golf. You're never going to shoot an 18 over 18 holes. So 
it's proper mindset is is something that I think is really important. It's kind of overlooked. Give us a specific yeah. like changing your mindset on food. Where as far as like I know you like for you know you're, you're having to go and think about okay I can eat bacon now I can have fat like what what was that like for you? Oh, that was that was amazing um, <laughs> because you know you you look at all of the the diet trends right now and. They tell you to, especially like, you know, mainstream, they, they tell you to restrict and the calories in and calories right. out and that sort of thing. And then when I was, as I was reading, you know, your, your webpage, I just thought, cool, I can have this. Yeah. Wow. I can eat this. I've, I've never heard of anybody saying that you can <laughs> eat butter and bacon and be happy with this. And, you know, I've always heard, you know, one piece of lettuce and that's all you get for lunch. Right. You know, that, that, that sort of thing. So I was, I was ecstatic to see, to see that. And, um, that, I'd say that that's, that's kind of the second thing that, that I did was dial in the, the eating. Was it hard for um, you to, to stop? Like talk about like getting off of garbage or, or like the sugars and grains, that kind of thing. Like, what, did you go through a, like a two week flu period? Like you hear people talking about, like, what was your experience like? Well, I, I just, I want, I want to say this, that I, I'm a pretty stubborn guy. Like I did not go to the doctor for two weeks before I had that brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, such a funny sentence, by the way, to, <laughs> that brain surgery. <laughs> to me, um, at, again, after I read the website, after I talked with Mark, um, like personally and, um, after emails, I, I just stopped. I just cold Turkey huh. done let's do this. Now I had some questions along the way, but again, I felt like I was getting some really good advice. So I just stopped. Yeah. I mean, what is your dietary approach? Is it literally just as simple as no grains, no sugars, human foods, or is there something more to it for you? No, no, that, that really, that sort of the, the no grains, no sugars, except for the white rice, um, with the alt shift protocol that I'm doing as well from, from Jason side. Okay. Yes. So that, that's what, that's what I've been doing. And I think I'm on cycle eight now. Um, if those kinda... of you who have not, uh, who are not familiar when we say alt shift, we had Jason on episode May 97, 98, something like that. And, uh, you can find out more information by listening to that specific podcast and also, uh, go to our website. You can see the banner. You can see the green alt shift logo. Click on that. That's how you buy the book. That's how you get the information. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you I'm a member of their Facebook group and the results are like they leave me slack jawed. They really do, honestly. And I am on, I'm not doing real perfectly uh, because I've had some stuff come up, but I'm on like my third phase and uh, I feel like I'm just getting adjusted to it. And I have a lot of hope because. I saw your before and after picture, and I can't reference this enough. It is unbelievable. It's unreal. It doesn't look well, like the same you. guy. It's definitely not the same guy. Well, and I mean, if, if you want to go see shirtless pictures of Mark, mm. you can also go to the Alt Shift website. Shut up. And you can down. there and see so, them. Hey, Chris. Mark send, Rogers with no shirt on. Send me, send me the, uh, crop me a picture of the, the, the remote control stomach and then your Alt Shift shirtless picture. How about that? Two so two separate pictures. No, like with the okay, one. Okay, yeah, yeah we, one, can, oh, we yeah. can do that. Then we'll just knock it out in one shot. But look, so what you're okay? How often? Uh, let's talk about moving. We've talked about eating like a human and kind of like you know your your mindset. What's what? How are you moving? 
Well, so yeah, I, I, I asked Mark about that and he set me up with a whole bunch of beginning protocol. Um, that so was, how often do you spend on the elliptical because of Mark's uh, protocol? Zero. <laughs> how what, often what, what is an elliptical? How often do you spend uh, jogging, uh, you know, just crazy distances? Uh, zero. Okay. How often are you? Okay, we could do this forever. Right. How often are you on the Nordic track? <laughs> There's yeah. Ooh, that's wow. A, that's... For you. <laughs> yeah. So what? What? What are primarily the things that you do? Like, uh, uh, I know it changes, but like, what are your, kind of your core things? Sure. Um, l- lifting heavy things. Um, I like to do um, the kind of the four big uh lifts the what are those? bench bench press um squats uh shoulder press and deadlifts Boom. cool Sorry. so i and that that's pretty much it like and now i always you know, one thing that i, I kind of have a goal for myself this is you know you know one goal that i've set on this whole journey is when i go to my music educator convention in february i want to beat sure enough yeah no i, I want to beat the uh, marine pull-up challenge um I, which is something like 20 pull-ups yes um, so i want I, I want that t-shirt in february and i, I want really cool i want chris to be able i think i think he's a 300 pound deadlifter in there somewhere we i want him to pull 300 off the ground. Um, and I just recently, we just started, you know, he's kind of getting, okay, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm, I'm starting to feel like I can actually put load on these ranges instead of just trying to figure out what the ranges are. And so I had him after probably what, two months of just doing that stuff. Uh, yeah. I've got him doing like explosive type movements along with the core movements like box jumps and squat jumps and split squat jumps and uh, medicine balls, throwdowns and stuff like that and plyo push-ups, things that are explosive because that taps into a different part of the central nervous system and, and does different things to your muscular system and all that. So uh, just progressing slowly. And I think if you just have the patience, you know, to, to figure it out and to move like you're supposed to move, I think you're, you know, the benefits are going to be a, a myriad Chris, how, how many days a week do you hit the gym? Um, on most weeks, I only go twice. Okay. Uh, and how, when you're there, what's your ballpark? How, how long are you in there for? Uh, I'm in there about an hour. Um, I'd say I'm lifting for about, um, 30 minutes, but also doing a, a really solid warm up. um, that and then some some mobility work at the end, which is stretching or getting out the the foam roller, the uh, the lacrosse ball. Yes. And, okay. And going so I want down. I want everyone to know this, uh, and you can do it right now while you're listening. Look at the pictures, the before and after. If you see Chris's before and you see you right then, because I see I'm not quite as big as you are, but like uh, you know I see you know, shades of me in that, or at least what I see with my eyes and cause I'm weird. And then you see the picture on the right and that's Chris right now. That's literally, it's as simple as, uh, cutting out grains, cutting out sugars, maybe trying something like alt shift, uh, that kind of protocol and two hours a week yeah. of physical of dedicated. That's like, it. Yeah. Because if you would have told me five years ago and showed me your before and after and said, Oh yeah, that's what I would have called you a liar. I would have said you're ridiculous. Um, but it's literally, it's just, this isn't a magic formula. It's, well, it is a magic formula, but it's not a trick. It's uh, being a human 
And that's why we talk about this over and over again. So yep. uh, it is I, – I, I can't stress enough. I mean I sound like I'm gushing over you here, but it's just the change is, is incredible. And I hope that uh, I'm going to really lock down on, on alt shift and, and, and I'm hoping that I can at some point have the same kind of positive results that you've had. Uh, you, uh, I look at your picture and that's an inspiration to me. So thank you for that. Oh no. Thank, thank you guys. You got, th- this has been the inspiration, just a, the ability to, to laugh along with these podcasts and the, the, uh, ability to, to turn to Mark when I, when I need something new or when I'm getting frustrated and, you know, I've, I've, I've saved all the emails and it's, it, you know, lo- looking back on a lot of them, you know, it's, they're, they're great advice. And I think one, one of the things that Mark has told me before is, um, working and working with me, I I am this blank canvas. Um, I, I, I don't know any of this stuff. And so I'm trusting the experts to, uh, guide me. I'm listening to these podcasts to, uh, help, help me steer the, the ship in the right direction. And, um, I don't have those preconceived notions. So if you can go in, I think that if you can go in, um, and, and knowing that you know nothing and actually listening instead of criticizing, um, and be willing to make some changes, uh, I, I think anybody can, can get this done or can at least get started on, on that path to, um, the, the healthier or the healthiest version of yourself. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's great. Good stuff. That, that was, uh, that might be the end remember. Um, but, uh, just real quick, we're, we're running up on time, but I just wanted to say one thing, uh, that, well, uh, I posted that John F. Kennedy quote about, it's not the lies that, uh, that are going to derail you. It's the conventional wisdom. It's that, no, I've, I've, I've just, I know that, you know, full fat, you know, yogurt or whatever it is, like, isn't, that's not healthy or bacon's not healthy. So I'm not going to try it, you know? So just, you know, getting, giving yourself a chance to try new things is important. Secondly, uh, one of the other things I like working with Chris is because he pays me in scotch <laughs> I think uh, I would still owe you some. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's just been it's just been a lot of fun uh, working with you, and uh, you are my one of my prized uh, pupils. So, oh well, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're gonna wrap this up, Rick. Is there anything else that uh, that we need to say real quick before we go? No. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Thank you for being a good listener. Uh, thank you for uh, kind of letting Mark uh, tinker on you like he's Doctor Frankenstein. Ooh, I promise I'll make slow. sure. I promise I make sure he doesn't uh, touch you below your belt. Oh man! Anymore? Okay, anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Well, Chris, Ooh. hang out uh, for a second. I'm gonna stop the recording. But uh, thanks for coming on and doing this, man. I appreciate it. Very good. Thank you, guys. You're listening to the Simply Human podcast. Thank you, Chris. And uh, that well, was one of my favorite conversations we've ever had. Yeah. I mean, you, you could probably tell I'm gushing over this guy. I've never met him before, but like, uh, I saw him tonight. Simply, you know, very friendly to the show. Uh, I'm friends with him now, like on Facebook through you and whatever, but like, uh, I don't know. He's, he's blown me away with the progress that he's made in something, a little, a little, a very short time span, a year. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So yes. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Thank you for being a human. Thank uh, you for inspiring me. There you go. And, uh, 
we'll uh, I'll see Chris soon because he's one of my good friends. So, <laughs> um, okay. So now it is time for the. You got me. Zing. <laughs> burn. You have to call the hospital and me to the burn ward. Oh, are you done? Are you done, Rick? Yeah, I'm done. Ah, I got I got to, <laughs> I got to do it to you for a change. <laughs> Finally, the highlight of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, humans being human, uh, we had a listener uh, uh, email us. He said he was binge listening, had a couple of humans being human stories, and uh, turns into just a bunch of vomit talk. So uh, yeah, that's a pretty good description. If you're eating food, let's stop set it here. aside for yeah. momentarily. Here's Christian. Christian. Hey, sweet, awesome. We did it. We connected. Congratulations, Mark. Uh, we landed on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Um, okay, so Christian, we're yes. I, I'm, I'm recording. I purposefully did not go back and like remind myself. We get a lot of emails. I just remembered saying, okay, we got to do that one. But I don't. I have. I, I have no idea. If this is about a dog. If this is about a prostitute, I have no idea. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a dog prostitute actually. Oh, oh well, well, now you're uh, speaking my language. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Let's no, talk about this. No. Bitch. So um, when I when I first contacted you guys on on Facebook, um, I just, I just threw, rattled off a couple different stories that that I I could tell, and I mean I can go maybe like towing the line for mm. what's cool with your show. Yeah. Or... Start with start with something that you wouldn't have to ask. Would this be okay? You know what I mean? Okay. We'll start right. there. Well, so so first of all, I need to I need to share this with you. I've been working on idiot. Uh, idiot. I don't know if you hear that? Rick, can you hear that? <laughs> idiot. Idiot. <laughs> sound effects button of me calling Mark an idiot. Okay, but there, there there's more. Hold on, listen. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so what? Can that can that be like a ringtone? Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh can. Oh my gosh, that has so to be you, my ringtone for Rick. You have to. It works out well. <laughs> you, you have to get a like MP3 cutter. Uh, there's there's an Nerd app. alert. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, puddle, puddle of vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No 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 no. Why is that car red? <laughs> I don't know. What am I, Nietzsche? <laughs> vaginal. Oh. <laughs> vaginal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is crazy. And filled it to the top. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> well, Christian Holton is a disgusting person, but this is great. Yeah, this is awesome. Okay, so. All right, so. Hit us up. Um, I mean, I can do uh, like um, a story about how. Uh, I, I kind of grew up, and you guys can both relate to this because you're both dads. Um, growing up, I, I was a very, I think maybe much like you, Mark, uh, are oh. sympathetic puker. Like if you oh, yeah. hear it or see it or smell it or mm. you know, like if you can feel it like yeah. vibrate the couch or something. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm sorry, what? In the same, like if it's really, really powerful. Yeah. Like you can know, feel someone. I don't know. You can feel through the couch vibration. I think he was exaggerating, but I get the point. I get the point. Okay. Right. Go ahead. Mr. So literal over here. You can be in the next room or you lose it. Yeah. Well, I, I fortunately lost that when I became a parent. Oh, good. so congratulations. Uh, thank you. Um, so there, there's a story of uh, I was dating a girl in, in high school who was super spoiled and 
pretty much got whatever she wanted mm. and champagne mixed, you know, all the mixed drinks, all the wine, whatever, it, uh, you know, younger than when it was legal. Right. Um, she's a criminal for one and spo- exactly. a spoiled criminal. Um, so, so she, she got, I forget what it was, mom's birthday or something. Um, and she got super drunk and she likes to take off all of her clothes when she gets super drunk. So Talks. I had to take her up to her room. Talk slower. So <laughs> I got to get that one too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk slower. Um, I had to get her up to her bedroom before her parents figured out that she was sloshed. Right. Because the clothes were coming off. Oh boy. And then she tells me, I'm like, I knew, I knew, you know, that like, that kind of like burp that happens oh, no. before it comes up. With like a little bit of gargly sound in there <laughs> yeah, too. Exactly. Oh, why did I not see this coming? You started out talking about vomit. <laughs> Way to go, idiot. <laughs> well, uh, if if I could get you to my, my my goal with this story is to get you to kind of have to set the set the earphones down or okay, something. Okay. So she basically her her bedroom was adjoining to her sister's and they they had a shared uh, like shower and mm. sinks and stuff. And the actual toilet was in a very, very small room. Um, and I just kind of put her in there, stiffed on her almost, and walked away because I knew it was going to happen. She doesn't, she doesn't, she didn't bend over. Wait, she hold on, she's throwing up? What, what are we talking about here? Like sprinkler. <laughs> oh my God. And she's, Drunk, she's completely smashed. So she's kind of like weeble wobbling, like a sprinkler. She's literally just kind of like spraying it all over. She's like uh, (laughs) a sprinkler for kids with the the hair that spins all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like the uh, it was like a weeble wobble. Oh my gosh! So I'm like, (laughs) oh, and then here it comes. (laughs) And I don't want to leave her alone because you know if she she falls, (laughs) you're trying to hold her hair back. (laughs) No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't even remotely close. Like ten foot pole. I was. I was but, making but sure that right. if she fell and hit her head, that she didn't die. Right. Keeping her with visual. You'd be visual. there to call nine one one, but you're not there to catch her if she falls. I could, you're right. not far away. It's I could stop the blood if, as long as there wasn't any puke on the blood. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> blood puke. Um, so, so that that kind of, and I, I still ended up losing it. I had to go into the next little room, oh. which was a shower, and you know, vacate my stomach and in into that into and, the shower. Yeah. Gracious. Oof. So what happened? Like what 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 was like the uh what's the follow up on that? What what happened uh, after all what that? What was carpeted? Oh, who carpets a bathroom? <laughs> Idiot. I, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so she had mega mega. And you guys know if you mix drinks, if you drink like everything throughout <laughs> the night, you get the worst hangover ever. Yeah. I didn't see her for like 36 hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. She just crawls into a coffin to go to sleep. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, I think she may have just crawled out of the bathroom and closed the door and like fell asleep naked, covered in vomit. Not well, not covered uh, in vomit, but like not cleaning herself up and then passed out. I thought you were gonna say, hey, you know what? We've all been there. Yeah. So when I was uh, just real quick, I'm not gonna throw stones from my glass house over here. Right. When I was like ten. 
I was sick and I was asleep on the family couch in the in the living room, you know, like all the whole families around me. I don't remember what happened. That like all I remember, I have this vivid memory of of my mom like getting me into the shower and then like kind of like I'm I don't know what's going on mm. and I look yeah. Mm. <laughs> I look over in like the. Please clip that out, by the way. I have mm. a vivid quote. I have a vivid, vivid memory of my mom getting me in the shower. <laughs> so I look over to, at the mirror in the bathroom as I'm stepping into the shower, and there was uh, Dentimore stew oh, from oh. my all over my whole body. Like when I, was, I threw up in my sleep, and it just went like oh. up and all over my hair and everywhere. And they just like, well, it was all over the couch. It's like I think we threw the couch away. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, that was awful. Okay, so we're at we're at about eight minutes. So do you okay. have do you have another one? Well, so the follow up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where do you go, Mark? The, the story. Well, Damn. yeah. So that was that was the first part of the story. Okay. And the the uh, denouement. If you will. Um, well, then. Google Ads. <laughs> yeah. um, so, fast Siri, forward. What does that I, mean? You don't know what uh, that means? It's a literary thing. It's after yeah. the climax, Rick. I'm just Duh. kidding, Mark. Oh. Um, you just knew so, that because you just looked it up on your phone. No, I idiot. didn't. <laughs> that means after the climax. It's the, you're reading the definition off your phone. No, I'm not. Go ahead. So, so fast forward. I'm, I'm married. I'm a grown up. I have kids. And, you know, my, my kids, you know, kids just puke. They, they you my know, daughter's they puking. say, hey, I'm going to gonna be sick. They just puke. Right. So. So annoying. I, I, I realized very quickly that I would be, you know, become desensitized to all of the things that come out of children when they're small. Which is everything. Which is everything. Everything comes uh, out of my, my older son had a stomach valve problem, so <sighs> he, would, he would eat. And if you moved him at all, oh boy. everywhere. Pyloric stenosis? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 I don't know if it was pyloric stenosis, but it was definitely the, the pyloric valve. Yeah. Um, alert, Mark. Thank you very so, much. So uh, he's a little bit older. He's eating solid food. He's like maybe two and a half, three. And, he, you know, if you, you know that if you feed a kid, you're going to have to clean a kid about an hour later. So nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. He's starting to fuss. And I know he's kind of, he noticed he's kind of bloated. So it's like, okay, well, maybe he's sick. He's, he's like be the sick. blueberry girl from Willy Wonka. <laughs> <It's> like, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm holding him. I'm trying to comfort him. And I get the gurgle. <laughs> and he turns into the drunk girl. <laughs> no, no. So he, he yaks all over me. <sighs> and there was, there was a... I mean, you know, of course, I'm not worried about myself. I'm not, I'm kind of proud because I'm not gagging. I'm not, you know, my, my, my main focus is to, you know, clean Help up my him. son, make right. sure he's not really sick yeah. and make him comfortable. So I clean him up. I, I change his clothes. I change his diaper. I get him into some comfy jammies. And I set him in his, in his crib with some toys. And I go into the bathroom to look at myself. And I have a, a giant piece of salmon on my shirt oh, hmm. like from his stomach from his stomach yeah huh oh my god and so I, did you puke like no no i didn't congratulations that's I didn't. big time <laughs> i just kind of I, mean, I couldn't quite really well, know i'd like to applaud you on your self-restraint for not eating vomit <laughs> <laughs> gross oh yeah. my gosh well is so is that i don't want to i don't want to interrupt you 
No, no, that's it. Okay, so uh, my son, just here recently, uh, my son, my my oldest daughter has the gag, she has my gag reflex. My son will just like, every now and then he'll throw up once and then that's it, it's over. My daughter will throw up every five minutes for four days, you know. Yeah. And uh, I I was home alone, my wife went to go get her nails done. This always happens when like the mom like goes to do something for herself, like all hell breaks loose. Oh, sure. And uh, I'm going to take one hour to get a massage because my life has been, I got it, please. It's like your job's that hard. Why don't you get, as soon as the garage door hits, (laughs) blood starts shooting everywhere. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I'm making dinner, I've got everything going and the girl, I hear the girls gasp and, and scream. I look over and Hunter, my son, has vomited all over the their little table and we ha- we get raw milk from a cow you know near here and where else would you get raw milk exactly um <laughs> yeah from, we get raw milk from my mother um and <laughs> i was trying to figure out a subtle way to make that joke we're just gonna blow right past subtlety huh uh, and he had some like curdled milk oh. out, that had that had come out i was like did he eat cheese where, where did oh. he get cheese and then i realized it was like the chunks of milk oh, yeah. that had been in his stomach yeah but anyway vomit another vomit so uh, thank, uh hope everyone enjoyed that everyone that was trying to eat yeah <laughs> awesome well christian hang out for a second uh sure. we're gonna stop the recording but uh, thanks for uh taking the time to be with us on the show it's the stupidest thing i've ever heard anytime <laughs> All right, thank you, Christian. That was uh, gross. Um, yeah, it was gross. <laughs> all right, it is now time for the Simply Human Tip of the Week, something you can start doing today or start thinking about today to make you a more healthy human. Uh, here's a quote. Uh, I'm going to read this from Stephen Guise uh, from Many Habits. Okay, I've been doing a lot of habit uh, research lately and thinking about it, and there's I have a two-part series. By the time this comes out probably the first of my my uh, creating human habits uh, of a one of two, one of two that I wrote for Everyday Paleo Sarah Fergus's website. So you're not quoting this guy now that you just made that whole last sentence up. Yes. Oh, I thought that was the quote. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. It sounds really natural the way he's reading it. Doesn't <laughs> uh, sound like he's reading at all. No, I uh, I I've, I've got an article coming out, a couple of articles coming out about human habits. So habits has been something that I've been really in the psychology of habits I've been interested in. So here's this quote from guys. Chances are that you will do extra sometimes. And the reason uh, relates to basic physics. Newton's first law states that an object at rest will stay at rest unless an external force acts upon it. And then once that object is in motion, it will not change its velocity unless an external force acts upon it. So can you see how this relates? Once you take the first step, you are officially in motion. You will find, as I have, that once you get started, it is almost as hard to stop as it is to keep going. Add to this that nothing is more motivating and inspiring than seeing yourself take action put it together and we get a new equation. One small step plus a desired behavior equals high probability of further steps. So this kind of goes along with the, you don't have to just do it all. Everything that you read and you just like get, you know, drinking out of a fire hose and where do I start? Just start wherever you're at. Like, it's what I always tell people. What, what's the most important thing to start with? Would you start with uh, the food or with the sleeping or with the moving or with the stress management? I'd say whatever time of day it is that you decide that you're going to change your life. You know, like that's what that's what, if the, if if a meal is next, start with food. If it's bedtime, then you're going to start with sleep. You know, it's like just whatever you're doing. And if and if you're already there and you've got three of the pillars down and you really need to work on mindfulness, then just do a minute a day. Do just do something. Just take a step and then watch those steps turn into to bigger steps and I think you'll you'll be proud of yourself. 
Well, I think too, you recognize that, you know, when you have a deficiency that, oh, you know, it's really important that I do this. Well, if it's really important that you do this, then why don't you shut the hell up and do it? Right. Like if it's really important that you, if it, oh, it's, it's uh, only slightly important that I eat healthy foods. Okay, yeah. well, then I can understand not doing it tomorrow or putting it off till next week. And I can also, I'm not putting you down if you're the person out there who's like, oh, I'm going to start my new diet on Monday because I do the same thing and I've been eating like crap all week because I've been in a school and my schedule's been all jacked You've up. Been routine, You've been grumpy cat. You've been grumpy cat this week. <laughs> my routine is all messed up and it's all, so believe me, I'm telling you, like, uh, this is as much for me as it is for you. Uh, Instead of saying, well, I'll just do what I want this week and you know, my schedule gets back to normal, then I'll start. No, I mean, it's good and solid advice and it's what I needed to hear tonight. Yeah. My next opportunity to, to eat is tomorrow morning. Uh, well, I guess it's tomorrow lunch because I don't really eat breakfast. But you know what I mean. The, yeah. My next opportunity to eat, I can make a good choice yeah. or I can make a crappy choice. Right. Well, I know that it's important to make a good choice. So why don't I just go ahead and make a good choice instead of just talking about in the future needing to make good choices. Yeah, And uh, kind of similar to that. It builds momentum. Right. When I quit uh, dipping snuff, uh, smokeless tobacco, uh, I think I put together like a like a good solid month. And after that, like, and I wanted I, I wanted to, to break it every single day, but I was like, no, just one more day, one more day. And finally, it was less about like, hey, I'm not doing this anymore, and more about, man, I've got a really impressive streak going. This streak is blowing my mind. And at some point, you know, my streak got to, you know, I don't know, whatever, 60, 90 days, what have you. And I stopped forgetting about it and it became not a part of my life anymore. And lo and behold, I look back and it's been years since I've, you know, taken a dip. So yeah. it, it's, you got to get that, look at it, think of it like you're standing on top of a mountain and you just have to start rolling that little teeny tiny snowball off the top of the mountain. As it rolls down and rolls down, it gathers momentum, it gathers speed, yep. it gathers size. And by the time it gets down to the mountain, at the bottom of the mountain, it's this humongous like avalanche. So uh, you have but to get that avalanche at the bottom, you have to start right. at the Ooh, top. So there you go. That should be a t shirt. Um, and speaking of yeah, Sarah Fragoso's website and Sarah Fragoso, you know, the JASA retreat, a lot of uh, the listeners um, were there and I got to meet them. It's in, it was in Chico, California back in September. There's another one coming up in March, the first week in March. It's like a Wednesday through Sunday. Jen and I, my wife and I are both speaking at this retreat and we're doing a deal on like raising human kids and then we're trying to fit in like a habit workshop like changing habits that for me to do uh, but I will link to that in the show notes it's an incredible price for what you get Jim Laird will be there uh uh, Kirk Parsley, Doc Parsley will be there. The sleep uh, guy, uh, Lucy Hendricks, Dave Wilton, Jason Seib, all those guys uh, will all be there. And it was a ton of fun. I learned a ton and I was, you know, like one of, not one of like the uh, people that were there. I, but I, and I was just like w sitting there like, oh, this is really, this is good stuff. I'm going to take notes on this. So really no matter where you are in your journey, you yeah. can glean some really awesome information. From yes, that's, absolutely. That's cool. So, and I'll, we'll, we'll start mentioning that at the top of the show from now on, the Jossa retreat, go on there and, uh, and sign up. Um, so I think coming up next time, uh, I'm not sure. We've got some scheduling stuff. Kelsey Albers, who I was on her show, Bone Broth and uh, or Barbells and Bone Broth podcast. I was on her show recently. I reached out to Katie Bowman. Uh, she's just someone that I just have a ton of respect for and just love all of everything that she does. And it's been a while since she's been on. So yeah, it's been yeah. A few so months. I emailed her and uh, I'm going through her like 52 week 
body or every body mechanics thing and it's just unbelievable and I just it's love it and I love her yeah it's a whole year actually and 52 is my football number so that's why I signed up man I was yeah. just you stole the joke <laughs> right off of my mind yes yes uh, so hopefully we'll have her back on and then I'm also going to have my uh, at some point my brother-in-law and his business partner they own a gym down in Houston and uh, are, are doing good things and so I'd lo- uh, want to get them on as well um, so anyway uh, that is everything go to simplymystyle.com like us at simplyhuman52 is Periscope Twitter and Instagram uh, email the show simplyhumanlifestyle or simplyhumanrick at gmail.com like we said earlier, please leave us a review on iTunes, good or bad. Any publicity is good Not publicity. Not just the stars. Give us a, give us a sentence. Write out sentence. something for us. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember. This vivid memory of, of my mom, like, getting me into the shower. Please clip that out, by the way. I have mm. a vivid quote, I have a vivid, vivid memory of my mom getting me in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, enjoy yourself. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.